0: Welcome to the French Wedding Podcast with your host Naim, the only podcast in English about weddings in France, great conversations, tips and insights about your French wedding, some wisdom before your big day, and the opportunity to hear wedding professionals actually living and working in France only for your day to be the most amazing to remember.
1: A special bubble of love. This is how Margot described her work and the moments that she is trying to create through her music. And I'm sure that all of you can hear that, she really means it. Born in the countryside 200 kilometers from Paris, this young and talented singer is performing live sessions for almost a decade in Paris. Behind this truly light voice, there is also a competitive entrepreneur who runs two businesses related to music entertainment in Paris and in France. Margot is constantly envisioning performances ideas and after developing her music events business, she decided to create a proposal and elopement music service in the city of love. Of all the musicians that have listened over the years, Margot's music struck me by a mix of simplicity and originality. And I'm really pleased to share this episode with you today. So without further delay, please welcome Margot Le Grand on the French Wedding Podcast. Margot, welcome to the show.
0: Hello, Naim. Thank you so much. I'm very grateful to be there with you. So thank you for having me.
1: Thank you for your presence. Uh, I wanted to say to our audience first, how I heard about you. I was watching a video on the internet of a girl. It was you playing ukulele in the middle of the streets in Paris for a proposal. I found this video very, very beautiful. So I reached out to you and we started to have a conversation. And this is how you came up here. So thank you for being here. Tell me a little bit more about you.
0: Yeah, so I am Margot. I am a French singer. I live in Paris, France, and I am 29 years old. I come from a small village of the French countryside, which is located around 200 kilometers from Paris. I have always dreamed about living in Paris, so now I am living the dream. <laughs> uh, I'm sure it will sound maybe uh, very cliche, but I started singing at a very young age. Actually, I first time I went on stage, I think I was seven, so I was very young. I just took singing lessons for years as a kid. Music just became my hobby when I was a teenager. And when I was 16, I was very lucky to meet some professional musicians. And they taught me a lot of things about their real jobs. That is to say, their day-to-day lives as musicians. It was great because, you know, when you think about this job of a singer, you immediately think about being famous or becoming a star and everything. But it is very different in real life. They taught me that it was possible to have this job without any fame or anything around it. So without all the glitters. So it was very interesting at that time because I was very young. When I met them, they offered me to be part of a band uh, which was specialized in events. We created it together and I learned the job just by doing it. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it was, you know, a small band, so we only performed for about... 30 gigs a year, but it was enough for me to grow both in the musical aspects but also regarding the professional sides of it all because in the meantime, I was still studying, so it was like my student job because I still didn't see music as a real career because I I was still young and uh, so I wanted to study more and I studied marketing and communications and I moved to Paris at 20. I got a marketing and communications uh, master's degree at the Sorbonne and Assas Universities. It was a very busy time because this master's degree allowed the students to work part-time. So I worked for a big fashion retail company in the marketing division. And on the weekends, I traveled out of Paris (laughs) in order to sing for weddings and other events in addition to studying and working. So it was a tough challenge. But at the end of this time, the company I was working for offered me a job. And it was this huge opportunity at my age. But I. realized that what I really really wanted to do was to perform and I was almost 22 I had no loan no kids no nothing so it was the the right time to try (laughs) so it was yeah it was a small risk and I stayed in my former band for more than a year but quickly I think I discovered that I had grown from the girl they had met when I was 16. And uh, now I had my own vision and a real ambition about what I wanted to do. And we were having many disagreements about many things, such as uh, customer service, marketing, communications. I I think there were more musicians uh, than entrepreneurs. I just realized that I wanted to do something for myself. So I decided to take a risk and leave them <laughs> to create my own band, which is Orphée. Uh, yeah. So this is my first band.
1: <laughs> so how old were you at this time?
0: Um, I was twenty-three, almost twenty-four. Yes.
1: You were already like five or six years in business.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I stayed with them for around four, five years. Yeah,
1: five years right? of constant practice in on the side of your studies, marketing in Sorbonne. If I'm following well.
0: Exactly. <laughs>
1: That's a lot of hours in practice.
0: Yeah, that's a lot. But, you know, when you're young, you have such energy and <laughs> you, yeah, yes. you're yeah, you never tired. And it was really my passion. So I didn't see it as a, a real job, you know, the hours of practicing music and driving to go to the events. Uh, it was all fun to me.
1: And you were singing only at this time or you were playing other
0: instruments? Oh, just singing, yeah. I'm not a big musician. I don't have the musical, I don't know, technical requirements that uh, that any musician has. That's why I play with very, very good musicians.
1: <laughs> the name of your band is Orpheus, right?
0: Yeah, that's right.
1: Tell me a bit more about the, just the name. Is it a reference to the Greek mythology or?
0: Uh, yeah, at first it was. Just because I I like the sound of it, I'm someone who's very connected to her instinct. <laughs> we can say that. Uh, so I like like the sound of it, and it it just appeared. It was just a realization.
1: <laughs> so you created this band from scratch, from nothing. Yeah, and how many musicians do you
0: have? So we started; we were two, just a pianist and, and myself. And now we have three teams of musicians. So there are duos with a singer and a pianist, and also a drummer. So we have we are seven musicians.
1: And you started it. You decided. You recruited everybody. So how did it, how did it start?
0: Um, at first, uh, I met this pianist. I was um i don't know maybe 22 we immediately started off very nicely it's paquito it's my main pianist we can say (laughs) and we're just very complimentary you know in Terms of work, Uh, he's an excellent pianist, but he doesn't want to have anything to do with the business side of things. He doesn't necessarily want to have his business, so he's very happy to leave me all this side. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And for me, it's perfect because we have a very respectful uh, relationship and we talk a lot. But he knows that it's my business, so um, it's a very healthy relationship. And then the first year, we immediately so that it was successful for weddings our band we performed a lot for weddings but in France as you know uh, people get married usually on Saturdays uh, in the summer so you know we cannot do more than we already did Uh, so I had this idea of um, creating a second band with uh, two musicians I, kn- I knew so Lucille and Laurent a singer and a pianist and so we started with a second team I think the third year the second or the third year of parfait and just a few months ago uh, since we have more and more weddings uh, inquiries people are asking us for weddings all the time so I thought we could um, maybe create a third team but it's a lot of work to find the right musicians um, because you want to to find musicians who have musical identities which could just like yours. fit, yeah, just like mine and also the human side of it, because what's very important to us is our customer service. Um, so I always want people that are on time, very respectful and nice and polite. To find the perfect musicians uh, is not the, the easiest.
1: So how, how do you do that? You see them playing, you watch them play first, I guess, or do you listen to what they're doing? How how does it work?
0: It really depends, but it's most of the time, it's the thanks to the network, you know. So I always tell the musicians I know, oh, if you ever hear about someone I could be interested in, please let me know. And I always tell the musicians about the qualities I look for or in a singer or a pianist, for example, uh, so that when they meet someone, they can think about me and then call me. (laughs) So it's, yeah, most of the time it's like that.
1: These teams that you're creating, they're like piano and voice only.
0: Yeah, and also uh, the drummer, uh, we offer two options, duo and trio, and it depends on the the planning of the events, you know, if it is intimate or uh, more festive, for example, and of course, on the budget.
1: So you created all this from your IDs.
0: Yeah, uh, but, you know, I had this previous experience and it's always Uh, easier when you have a uh, previous experience because you know what you want to do and what you don't want to do Uh, what you want to do the same and what you want to do a little bit different and I had also this work experience in a real company (laughs) so it was very (laughs) it helped me a lot to know what I wanted uh, and what I didn't want.
1: So that's your first business called Orphe. Yeah. Um, but you also have this proposal and elopement in Paris, the one that I discourage you with.
0: Yeah, it's proposal and development in Paris. It's, it's like my baby business. <laughs>
1: this is the cutest for me. I mean, yeah, since I me know too. you, I, t- I, I probably told you that 20,000 times, but I don't care. This <laughs> is the cutest business on earth.
0: Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, I love it. I, I see it as my baby too. <laughs> um, I created it two years ago. I had had these ideas for some years because it combines my love for Paris and also my passion for this kind of unique moments in life. Um, I, I realized by singing for weddings that music really is essential in life and intensifies everything from the emotional moments to the more festive ones. Music can create kind of a little bubble where you can forget everything that's around you. You know, it's like when time stops. I wanted to offer something that could allow people to create this little bubble prior to having maybe one of the most important moments of their lives. So, for proposals or engagements or via renewals in Paris, I think music makes it less cold at the beginning. Of, of this moment.
1: Right. So you had this this vision of proposal and elopements in Paris with your music on top, which is definitely what exhales from your videos and, and music. Where did you start? How did you build it? Well, what was the process?
0: Um, at first I I always have the same process at first I worked on the repertoire uh, with my ukulele I just learned how to play some songs some love songs I thought would be uh, interesting for people I worked on the website Uh, I took some photos with a professional photographer and I just launched the website just like that just record I recorded like three songs I I think uh, at first the first year and I just uh, contacted some photographers, videographers, um, agencies in Paris to let them know that I was here <laughs> and available. And the first year it was really a slow beginning but it was okay because I had everything to learn so it was exactly as I planned. I performed for around maybe 10 proposals and developments which I got through other vendors uh, who liked my ID and it allowed me to uh, after that, after that first year, to start um, shooting some videos, being more involved in the social media and everything, uh, because I, I saw that it was working, so uh, I wanted to develop something. But I'm always um, working like that. At first, I launched something very pretty, of course, but very simple to see if it's working or not. Um, and then I invest more money and more, you know, everything to to have things really better.
1: Amazing. So can you drive me through a typical proposal preparation, for example, because we can talk about the allotments right after that, but I'd like to know more about the proposal because often it will be the guys who are contacting you. I mean,
0: yeah,
1: this is often the guys who are proposing. We can still say that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We can still say that because it's like 90% of the time in <laughs> this case. So yeah. Um, it's true that proposal the proposal preparation is a lot of work just because it's a surprise yeah. for uh, the woman in general. Let's say it's a man and a woman, it will be easier. Yeah. So it's a surprise with a proposal, you have a lot of pressure because you cannot fail. Of course, for an elopement, you cannot fail, but you don't have the surprise element. So if there's something going wrong on site, for example, on D-Day, you can discuss it with them. But for a proposal, you cannot discuss anything. So there's a lot of preparation and usually the client contacts me a few months or a few weeks uh, before coming to Paris. He just doesn't know the city, you know, (laughs) he's not familiar with Paris. So having me is, uh, in addition to the music side, of course, um, having me is reassuring. Uh, for him, because I help him uh, finding the right location and the right hour. Because you always have this dream vision of proposing in front of the FN Tower at three in the afternoon, but aye, that's aye, not aye. a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> no, but of no, course, no. because you know, when you only have Pinterest, you don't really know what's going on uh, in real life in Paris. So I'm there to help him really in the planning process and just tell him okay it will be too crowded at this hour or this hour or at this location so we have to kind of discuss everything and also discuss the songs he wants me to play so I offer a repertoire and then he he can choose from the repertoire one or two songs he, he would like me to play and uh, after that there's also the (laughs) storyline because there are several storylines possible (laughs) for a proposal yeah yeah.
1: (laughs) go ahead i don't know i don't know about that
0: the the most popular is very very simple it's just me acting like, like a, a street musician. So it's very uh, it's very easy. But sometimes they want me to play, to act a certain part or something like that.
1: <laughs> so you're not only selling the proposal thing, so I'm coming here and I play blah, blah, blah. You also provide storylines and ideas.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, I, I just want the moment to be perfect. So I'm always... I always want to help the clients to have his vision be real. So, for example, last year I had a proposal and I had to come with an easel, you know, uh, a painting easel. And I had printed his poem on it. So when they came uh, in the streets, uh, they, they came towards me and... She just saw a street musician and then she read the poem while I was singing it. It was like the most perfect moment in Montmartre. <laughs> it was really perfect. So I always want to help them. And sometimes I even book their restaurant for after the proposal or things like that, because I just want that moment to be perfect.
1: That's amazing. Can you Can you just come back to the different storyline that you propose. So you're one of them is you're acting like a street musician and what's the rest? I'm curious.
0: Yeah. Um, another example, which is very, very funny. I often work with a photographer um, who's called Lindsay from Pictors Paris. Paris, her, her photos are really amazing, and uh, sometimes clients ask us to um, act as if we were in a photo shoot, just me and her, and when they arrive towards us, um, Lindsay just ask them, oh, hi, how are you? Where are you from? Are you visiting Paris? Oh, yeah, we're shooting a little project about music and love in Paris. Would you mind helping us? Uh, just posing with us. And she just directs the photo shoots. And at some point, she asks them, oh, um, would you mind, uh, are, are you married? Oh, no. Um, would you mind maybe getting on, on me? Or... And when he does that, I just starred their favorite song so that's the moment where the woman is very surprised and on the photos it's amazing
1: <laughs> I guess it is yeah it's, it's very thoughtful it's full of little details and thought. I really love it guys listening if there's some guys listening <laughs> take some IDs because this is probably the best proposal ID that you can get you are going through this business proposal elopements in Paris you also do so you do elopements tell me a bit more about that
0: yeah so for elopements it's a little bit um, more simple I would say in terms of planning because it you know it has a term. St- st- structure of it. Uh, We cannot change the planning of the ceremony. Uh, So usually, uh, I am there with an officiant, just like you. (laughs) And um, I offer two songs, uh, one at the beginning of the ceremony and one at the end. Um, The first one, usually, it's, you know, the moment where you... Create this little bubble I was talking about. Mm -hmm. Um, So sometimes the bride wants to make an entrance, so she comes from a few meters away, and as I sing, she just arrives. uh, So that's kind of the traditional way to do it in an elopement. So sometimes the couple wants that. And um, for the last song, most of couples want want it as their um, first dance. So it's really romantic because at the end of the the ceremony, you can have your first dance with a uh, live musician just um, next to you. Uh, That's really romantic.
1: It is. It is definitely romantic. So you work, I guess, with a lot of network of photographers, wedding planners, officiants. I think it's great. How long have you been doing this?
0: Uh, Just two years.
1: Two years. Okay. Tell me a bit more about your entrepreneurial side, because you are a woman in France. You're an entrepreneur. What do you think of about the situation of the people like us doing their own business and also the artistic side of it?
0: I think you you summed it up. <laughs> uh, it was it it took me a very long time to accept my entrepreneurial side because it's true that in France it's not very easy to be seen both as an artist and as an entrepreneur. I think it took me some time because I didn't want to, um, or portray myself as an entrepreneur, I didn't see it at first, but it's really obvious because today I am both because I I perform for events, but I also do everything else. Uh, The organization, the coordination of the events, the customer service, the management of the teams, communication. Which is a
1: lot of work, right?
0: Yeah, it's a behind-the-scenes work. The biggest part, I think, of our jobs is uh, behind the scenes. So, um, yeah, but I always have so many ideas about uh, my businesses and about things I I would like to do to develop it and to grow. I think I'm an entrepreneur because like all entrepreneurs, I am always frustrated uh, because I want to do so many things, but I don't have that much time.
1: (laughs) I know what it is. It's sometimes like a little lamp. You want to turn it off, but it's it's hard to do.
0: Yeah, there are so many positive sides of it. But yeah, the negative side is that you're always thinking about things.
1: (laughs) And you cannot sleep at night. Sometimes you just hear a voice
0: yeah you should do that (laughs) yeah
1: you should do this you should try this this and that and then The morning comes, but being a being a woman and being an entrepreneur um, in France is something that I think it's very important for everyone to support.
0: Yeah, um, I I think so too, and I think I see it even more because I am a singer. And when you are a singer, you know it's it's like I'm part of two worlds: the entrepreneur world and the music world. And in the music world, singers are not you know they they are not really the most popular ones in the musician industry. So, uh, there is a lot of sexist uh, cliches and everything. So, yeah, I think it really helped me to be stronger now, uh, even if when I was young and I was working with uh, older musicians too. So, it was not easy, but now I am stronger thanks to it because of it. I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah, in France, it's, it's really not easy.
1: Yeah. Sometimes these kind of things are not easy, but it's important for people like you to keep going and show the world and the other woman that it's possible to still succeed and do it, whatever people can say. So um, I'd like to come back to... One thing before we wrap up, you have a website called orfeaevents.com. Yeah. I will put it in the show notes. I will also put in the show notes the proposal and elopement in Parrot.com, where you can see my favorite one with the ukulele <laughs> and the proposal in front of the Eiffel Tower. So you know where my heart is going. <laughs> you have something to say to the audience today, something that you want to offer?
0: Uh, yeah. So maybe I, I was thinking that Uh, You know, for a performance, whether it is for Orpheus or Proposal and Development in Paris, I always submit my repertoire to my clients uh, for a wedding or a proposal. And so maybe if you are listening to this podcast, I could offer an additional song of your choice, uh, if it's possible, of course, if I can play it and sing it, if the listeners want to have this special song, it will be my pleasure and I would be very, very happy to have them.
1: Perfect, Margot. So guys, if you're listening, uh, boys and girls, if you want to uh, hire Margot for your proposal or your elopement or uh, her band, com, you just have to mention the French Wedding Podcast and then you will get one extra song for your proposal and elopement. Uh, Margot, do you have anything to say? Any final words before we go?
0: Ah, uh, just thank you thank you so much for having me and to the listeners please uh, hire professional musicians live musicians it will change everything about your events
1: I definitely (laughs) agree with that 100% we're gonna wrap up thank you so much Margot again for your time and I'll see you shortly thank you Hey guys, thanks again for listening to the show today. You can find more information on our guests in the show notes as well as my contact and my website. If you have any questions regarding your French wedding, I'm happy to help. Also, please do not hesitate to leave a review for the show. There's also a link for that. That will literally take one minute of your precious time and will mean the world to me. I always appreciate your support. Thank you again very much for your time and feedback. Wishing you a great day or a great night anywhere you are in the world. I send you some good vibrations and we'll talk to you again soon for a new episode. Bye-bye.